0: This is Darren Kuhn with the Masculine Journey podcast, where we search the ancient paths to find ways that God brings light into a dark world and helps set men free from the struggles that we all face on a day-to-day basis. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network. Today we're going to be showing how to...
0: Make a sheep lie down in green All Alright, so this is how you make a sheep lay down. This is when you're checking their hooves or when you have to work with them. But that's one way to make a sheep lie down in green pastures. So when we're looking in Psalm 23, we say, What does it mean for, for the shepherd to make a sheep lay in a green pasture? I don't imagine that was the case. It looked very uncomfortable and it is an uncomfortable position. So what does it really mean? Here's Fawn and she is happy as can be laying down, chewing the cud, enjoying the day. You can tell that she is enjoying herself. The only way a shepherd can make a sheep lie down in green pastures is when they feel relaxed and comfortable, feel like there aren't any predators around. When they finished eating for the day, then they'll lay down and just chill, that's how they Lie Down in Green Pastures. You laid down your life That I would
2: be set free Oh, Jesus, I say for
0: All that you've done for me
1: Welcome to the Christian Car guy radio show
0: I say this calls for action and now take this life.
3: Good dads make you lay down today on the Christian Car Guy Show. I hope you got the message. (laughs) So, yes, good dads. They really do. They make you lay down. But in order to do that, they themselves have to learn, unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess I should say that, you know, how to lay down uh, their own life. So you heard, uh, actually, the Iroquois Valley Church's Shepherd. That was just an awesome video. It's there at ChristianCarGuy.com if you want to watch the whole thing and see the sheep get laid down. <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it, Jerry? You yeah, watch that. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls that sheep over, and it's something to see. But anyway, and then there was Phil Wickham with This Is Amazing Grace, and Chris Tomlin with Lay Me Down. And I don't know if you ever connected these thoughts, a few dots in the Bible that has to do with laying it down. But anyway... You know, we got quite a show lined up for you today. We really, really do, this being Father's Day weekend. So today's show is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Zadik, which uh, the word to lay down or to make to lay down in Hebrew is actually only one word, and that word is Rabatz. And so you can tell that it ends with that Zadik. You can hear that Z sound at the end of Rabatz, and the idea is actually... That laying down is what makes you right, because the, the, the Zadik is the letter for righteousness. So how are you going to get right if you don't lay down? Oh, my goodness. There's so much in that word that is just phenomenal, and we're going to go into a lot of that, as you might guess. But on today's show, we have so many cool things. We got Fords calling in with their new uh, Heritage Vault, which unlocks 100 years of history. We're going to get into all that. And uh, we're excited about that. Then we also have, in the last segment, the latest episode of Christian Car Guy Theatre. And we'll actually hear um, some laying down of lives from both our heroes, Christian and, uh, or excuse me, Valiant, Plymouth Valiant and Plymouth Fury Faithful. So it's really, really cool. And I would also mention that during the week, my good friend Keith, who often calls into the show, contacted me to remind everybody that this Father's Day, just like Mother's Day, it's a tradition in church, and I think it's a wonderful tradition, uh, that if your father is passed, you wear a white carnation. If your father is living, you wear red. And I can assure you, I get to um, preach tomorrow in Durham, and I will be wearing, right, <laughs> my white carnation, and looking forward very much to um, for what's going to go on there. So that's a neat reminder, I think I really think, Jerry, when you, when you see those kind of things. So, um, I don't know if you ever thought much about in the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But then all of a sudden, here comes this line. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He used that word, that robots. Well, interestingly, the same message is brought to you again in the Song of Solomon, chapter 1, when the Shulamite woman or the church herself is asking Jesus, how do I find you? And she asked the question by saying, tell me you whom my soul loves, where you pasture your flock and where you make it lie down at noon. Once again, using that robots word. Well, the good shepherd himself, Jesus in chapter 10, he decides to give us a little shepherd training here. <laughs> and, and, you know, his, his word on that is I am the good shepherd, right? The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. You see, if you'd listen carefully to our little buddy from Iroquois, that he was laying down his life to an extent to take care of these sheep, right? And to whatever extent you lay down your life as a dad, right? That's a big part of being a dad because the good shepherd, he cares for his sheep. So he's willing to lay down his life as David would take on the bear and the lion in order to protect him. And, and you think about all the ways that ends. so I bet many of you know John 3.16, but do you know 1 John 3.16? Well, this is right along the same lines, because in 1 John 3.16, he instructs us, the apostle, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our life for our brothers at 1 John 3.16. So good dad's are shepherds they fend off the predators right they they provide for their families and 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 most of all they care for the sheep they know them by name in order to know them by name they have to name them and that's the you know that's part of the deal too so when was the time that god taught you how to lay down well i just hope i can get this story in quickly (laughs) so when i had cancer um i i so chemo, you know. might have heard my miraculous healing, which was miraculous. That's a neat story all in itself. But we celebrated by, after our last chemotherapy treatment, going to Jeep Jamboree in Murphy, North Carolina. And when the last day of the Jeep Jamboree, I was getting out of the Jeep to unlock the hubs. And as I was at the back of my Jeep getting my son a root beer... I was laying down my life (laughs) to get a root beer and all of a sudden I heard this crackling behind me as the person uphill from me had gotten out of his Jeep failing to put it in park or setting his emergency brake and so his Jeep rolled down the hill crushing me between the two Jeeps. Now at this point, right, my son, what he remembers, of it, I've heard him tell the story many times is you never heard a scream apparently like I let out at that moment. But as they finally got the Jeep off me, the one that was pinned me against my own Jeep, I realized that my left leg had almost been severed and I fell to the ground. And at what point in time, just based on, I guess, Jesus prompting, I just said, Jesus, help me. And I can remember it vividly as I laid down on the ground. I had no choice at this point in time. I had no leg to stand on, really. (laughs) So as I was laying on the ground, I remember very, very vividly, this God hug. In other words, you know, in the Song of Solomon, in the second chapter, you hear he says, he left, he put his left hand under my head. His right arm embraces me. I don't know if you've ever gotten a God hug. I hope you have. But I can assure you at the moment in time when you really lay down, <laughs> he will be there. And it will give you such a sense of grace Of, like, you are his favorite, such a sense of peace, such a sense of love. I can never, ever, ever explain to anybody how wonderful that felt that day, in spite of the fact that I've, you know, just about been killed. (laughs) And so, you know, just to show what kind of happened that day, the poor guy that had let his Jeep run out of gear, he was freaking out. I mean, because he thought he'd killed me, right? And so he's standing over the top of me and he's going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, he is really, really upset. And since I was in this great state of mind, I really was, in spite of the fact that I was bleeding, all sorts of stuff going on. I just looked up at him and go, hey, dude, how's your insurance? (laughs) 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 And like it immediately, the whole crowd, which was totally freaked out, heard that comment and they could say, well, he can't be too bad if he's sitting there telling jokes when he's, you know, laying on the ground, you know, it's all that was going on. And literally I'm telling you, it took them over an hour because where we were up in the mountains to get an ambulance up there and they couldn't get air cover and that th- there was no way to get a helicopter or plane up there that day because of the weather. And when they finally got there and when they gave me the morphine, it made no difference. Cause I had, I was already in, I felt no pain. I know that's hard to believe. I just experienced it. It was a God hug. In a moment, I needed a God hug. But at that point in time, I was laying down, right? His, his, his left arm was under my head, and his right arm embraced me, and I laid down. So we got Ford coming up, talking about the fault, and we got some neat stuff coming up at 1030, and Christian Carguy Theater, so much more laying down to do as good for dads make you lay down today. Stay tuned.
1: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. The only way a shepherd can make a sheep lie down in green pastures is when they feel relaxed and comfortable.
2: Take this lie and let it shine.
3: dads lay down their life right they lay down and they also teach us to lay down there's all sorts of interesting angles to this whole idea but very cool we have Ted a Ford historian with us today on the Christian car Guy show because wow we know that uh, Henry himself if <laughs> talk about an old dad <laughs> he, he he certainly gave us a legacy uh, in the car business as of uh, you know, of of years and years, and so Ted, you guys have a big announcement.
4: We did on Thursday, uh, Ford Motor Company's 119th anniversary. We launched the Ford Heritage Vault. It's the online library, uh, the first step for the archives for Ford, and uh, we're sharing a lot of our content for free download with with the Ford fans that are out there around the world.
3: Yeah, a hundred years of pictures and brochures and. All sorts of amazing, like, man, Um, you know, whatever that car was that was your absolute favorite. You know, I remember, um, you remember, um, I'm trying to remember her name, had the Mercury Comet. uh,
0: Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, yeah.
3: She had a 63 Mercury Comet. She used to wash with kerosene.
0: (laughs) Ever talk to her, Ted? Thank goodness she wasn't a smoker.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Kerosene? That's, that's, that's not probably too wise. I can't imagine that helps <laughs> the paint finish. But no, this this library has uh, more than 3,000 uh, uh, photos of every Ford, uh, Lincoln, or Edsel vehicle from 1903 until 2003. Unfortunately, no Mercury's yet, but we're getting those in there. But then we do have brochures. We have 3,500 uh, scanned, digitized brochures of every Ford product uh, between that we have. We don't have every single brochure ever made. But, but uh, from the Model T in 1908 all the way up until current. So those Mercury uh, uh, brochures will be in there. And wait, wait, so a wait. So, you, whenever you,
0: when you sit there and look through those, what's the one thing looking back at the, the history and, and those old brochures when you first stumbled across you go, wow, was that not cool? I mean, just the one thing, there's always something that kind of catches you by surprise
4: the cool factor is typically what happened around the brochures. So I love looking at the fashion. You can, you could teach a class on American history using these brochures because you would see the changing fashion. You'd see the beehive hairdos. You'd see the emergence (laughs) of African-Americans in the brochures. You'd see all the different ways that life has changed over the past hundred years, uh, flipping through them. And then you'd see the car styles change. So, but it's just the, when you hold a, 19 i just literally had a 59 t-bird brochure in my hand the other day and that was the year that you could get different colored tops and different colored bodies so in the back of it they've got these pinwheels that show 27 different varieties of paint finishes (laughs) it's just amazing
3: well getting back to our hero rachel we 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 had her on the show maybe uh, 15 years ago i mean it was a long time ago and she had this 63 Comet that had over 400 and some odd thousand miles on her way to half a million, she thought. And that car had the original paint job and the and she lived in Florida. OK, so just, you know, Jerry, who's a body man and I've worked in car dealerships all my life. And when she told us, I said, well, what's the secret of you keeping that same paint job ever since the car was new? She goes, well, I want lay it. I I, it wipe it down every day with kerosene (laughs) like okay well sure can't rust right i mean you know and and you can't argue with her results i'm not saying anybody should do it it'd be highly flammable and dangerous (laughs) but rachel pulled it off and her car from what i understand is in a in a museum now um she did finally make over a half a million miles and all sorts of people did stuff on it because she was a genius like she got a a, a lifetime warranty from pennies in 19, like 68. And she'd had like 18 batteries. <laughs> wow. Anyway. So she's a piece of history that, that, that uh, Ford ought to just hang on to. Cause she was a genius in her own way. She had a lot of stuff and I'm sorry to jump in, but I just, I hadn't thought about her in years and it was so cool. So uh, as, as I tried to access this, I, apparently I'm fat fingered or something.
4: No, you're, We've been having a hard time keeping it live. In fact, our, our vendor wrote us, we, it's hosted by a third party vendor on Thursday morning when the embargo lifted and then we get, they actually got more than a million hits in the first 15 minutes and it took wow. their servers down. So they have moved it to new servers. I just checked five minutes ago and it was working, but it's been sporadic. And uh, the goal is by end of day today, by 5 p.m. today, that it's going to be uh, totally stable, totally live and then a new, much bigger server farm. But it is The, the site is com and uh, uh, once it's up and going, it's a tremendous uh, way to, to look back through, uh, through Ford history. And the other thing is all of the content is free and downloadable. So if you see a picture of a Mustang that you want and you want to make it your computer desktop image, you can do that. We, we actually had students in mind with this, too, that a kid in uh, California writing a paper on the Mustang. Well, now has access to all the Mustang brochures and photos to 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 help with the study. So, uh, students, enthusiasts, uh, media, and then just casual fans who want to look at, at cool uh, car photos.
3: Yeah! Wow! And I can imagine over a million. So it's it's FordHeritageVault dot
4: com Yes,
3: that's yeah. Ford Heritage Vault. That's pretty easy to remember. Dot com, and there yep. you've got
4: com and put that in google and uh it should bring up the site uh like i said i checked five minutes ago and it was working but i checked an hour ago and it wasn't working so uh i was uh, about I although was about our error message when it isn't working uh that we, we had it changed last night it says whoa uh, unfortunately Ford fans are fanatics and they we're getting too much traffic and <laughs> taking down the site so well that's
3: really good news you know like it's it,
4: it well, Good or bad, though. I got an email from uh, our CEO Jim Farley uh, two nights ago saying, "Ted, you broke the internet. Now go fix it." So uh, <laughs> got an email from Edsel Ford this morning asking why it's not working. So uh, you know, oh wow, those, yeah. Uh, when you get an email from Edsel Ford, <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh wow, that's a lot on your plate, you know, to 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 make all that happen. And so, can you tell thus far what's the big hit? Uh,
4: Mustang. Always Mustang, right, Mustang, yeah. Mustang, Mustang, and then actually Lincoln number
3: two. Well, there you go. Well, eventually they get Mercury, and yeah. we'll be there. Ted, yeah. thank you for sharing that again. It's it's Vault dot com. God bless you. Keep up the great work, there, Ted.
4: Great. Thanks for having me on this morning.
3: Oh, thank you. God bless. We're going to be uh, back with a whole more, a whole lot more. Good dads make you lay down, hopefully in green pastures. <laughs>
1: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. The only way a shepherd can make a sheep lie down in green pastures is when they feel
4: relaxed and comfortable.
0: Take this light and
2: let
5: it shine.
3: Good dads lay down, or make you lay down one or the other. Take your pick today on the Christian Car Guy show. And and so, Jerry, you know, during the break, you were were explaining this. This has got a lot of – there's a lot of facets to this particular diamond.
0: Yeah, when you start there and you think about laying down your life. I mean, the human side of us, we automatically go to, am I willing to give my life for? And you're talking about losing your life for – of course I would for my child. For Taylor, I would definitely do that, and Robbie, you would too. Most of us would do as parents. But really, when you look at it, it's would we do that continually? Would we take ourselves take a back seat to what's best for our family? And that's where it really gets tough. That's where the rubber meets the road in a way. I mean, yeah, because when I look back at it, the place
3: where I felt like I failed the most as a father is where I was chasing things that were important to me where, you know, I didn't come home at night you know, to my family, to the things that were important to them and literally didn't, didn't lay down my life. And fortunately, you know, love covers a multitude of sins and, and my kids, you know, they've given me a lot of grace, but nonetheless.
0: But you it, think, but during the time you think, you rationalize that you're doing absolutely everything right. That's, that's what that's what all but about. You think about it,
3: Jesus never didn't lay down his life. In other words, here comes a lady's got a flow of blood or here comes this woman caught in adultery and he immediately laid his life down completely long before he went to the cross, yeah. right? And, and laid down for the lepers or the blind people or wherever it was, you know, he, he laid down his life, you know, for the sheep. And so, you know, what an opportunity we have right? As dads, as shepherds, as all those things to to take this lesson. And one of the places we get to do that, very fun for me, is through the Christian car guy, um, Jesus Labor of Love. And and so years ago, we have uh, Pastor Tim Heath with us, and we had a contest one time for um, Energized Ministries, which is a ministry to pastors, gave a race, um, a NASCAR trip um, for the winning pastor and tim was the recipient but this week i got a call from his wife that they had or they have a lady in their congregation who is in desperate need of a car and so we need a car we need somebody actually to lay down their life we we need somebody who who has a car um that would be good f- for this situation so pastor tim share what's going on yes sir
2: it's good to talk to you Tim. how
3: are you I am delighted. I was so excited that your wife called me, that she thought of me, and, and so excited that you could be on the show with us today, really. Sure. Well,
2: let me share it quickly. Uh, this, this lady, um, she's a single mother of three. Uh, her husband left a couple of years ago, and uh, she actually attended our vacation Bible school a couple summers ago. Her kids did. And we just fell in love with the kids, and uh, she's just had a hard time trying to make ends meet, and uh, she's finally gotten a good stable job, uh, but it's a paycheck, paycheck type thing. And with three kids on a single mom's income, um, and her car, the engine in her uh, car that she's driving has gone out. And we're just trying to find her a good dependable automobile that she can get back and forth to work and get her kids where she needs to be. Um, she can't afford a six thousand dollar engine uh, installed, and what have. That's the quote she's gotten. And uh, so we just we thought about you and, and knew that you had a pretty outreach uh, a footprint there, and, and uh, see if we can get her some help.
3: Yeah, what a neat opportunity it really is, because the Jesus labor love has always been just people that had something connecting with the people that didn't have something, and so right. you, you know this is somebody might have a car they were going to trade it in, they couldn't get enough for it, or they've got a car sitting around that they're not using. I mean, time and again, people think, well, this car would never be a good donation. Well, people don't care what that looks like. If they can get to their job, if they can take yeah. their kids, if, it, if the air conditioner doesn't work, those aren't those aren't deal breakers at all. And so if you're no. in the North Carolina, South Carolina area, because Tim's wife told me they would drive anywhere to go pick up this car, and we'll make yeah, that, that easy for you because we have a 501c3 through the Jesus Labor Love where that's a donation if you need that. And all you have okay. to do is just go to ChristianCarGuy.com, and you can see where it says Donate to the Jesus Labor Love and say, I want to help. Um, can we use her first name? Is it Michelle? Uh, uh, Marie. Marie. So just put in there mm-hmm. that you want to help Marie. You've got a card to donate. Believe me, uh, we will be all over trying to do that. So, um, Jerry and, and Pastor Heath, would you guys join me in prayer as we just oh, ask God? because. Right. Like, we'll- Jesus, we know that you're in charge of all these things and that you have cars everywhere. And so, Lord, we just pray you would put it on someone's heart uh, to make this donation. And, and for Marie, that she would see your hand in this and that, that all the congregation and the people hearing would see how you provide in so many different beautiful ways. And, and I thank you that we got a chance to take part in this. And I just pray that you would get the glory for it uh, and no matter what goes on. And I just thank you again for a chance to help. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Um,
2: Rob, appreciate it. Appreciate Uh, it so very much.
3: I am so glad you thought of us. And hopefully um, we'll be able to, you know, follow up with this, more calls to to get you that car. So yeah, we'll God be, bless able to, you'll be able to
0: tell the story of how God blessed you and I. Uh, Amen. <laughs> hey, you know, he I, blessed you with a trip get, get to, to, eyes, Austin, eyes.
3: to the Charlotte yeah. Motor Speedway. I remember that one, too. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: it well, was. I enjoyed that and getting to know you. And we think of you often, man. We really do.
0: Same here. God bless. Thank you, Tim.
2: God bless you. Have a good
0: day now. Bye-bye. Hey, Rob, before you get off of that, I mean, I just want to just... We never know... Uh, like when you hear this and somebody's hearing this who may have have that car or you may be just thinking you know what if i'd like to just throw a few dollars there you know ten dollars fifteen dollars twenty dollars whatever it is isn't going to make a difference yeah but the collectiveness of it all where people are just giving what they can and it all goes directly for that purpose and 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 through the name of jesus christ so it's You know, you're meeting a need in more ways than just one. It's not just putting somebody behind the wheel for transportation, but it's also letting them see Jesus Christ working from the community of believers, also, and your brothers and sisters out there. It's just an awesome ministry. And and it just occurs to me for some people, I know going to
3: ChristianCarGuy.com is not easy. And so we've got that phone number. We give it out every week. And you're welcome to call and say, I got a car. Or you're welcome to call and say, I want to get, you know, whatever the situation is, we can accommodate you. It's 866-348-7884. they not to put you on the air. We're just going to, you know, take your name and number and we'll get back to you. 866 is the number. 866-348-7884. And if you're digitally gifted, it's just one 34 truth I love that because I work for Truth Broadcasting. And so, you know, in the, as as I was mentioning in the Song of Solomon, there's this passage that says his left hand is under my head and his right arm embraces me. So as you lay down, and I was talking about that God hug earlier, and I just spent some time enjoying a God hug actually this morning to try to isolate everything that I think that you can experience if you can – actually get there where you lay down, let his left hand go under your head and let his right hand embrace you. He's dying to do that, by the way. I know he is. And so as you do the immediate thing that you will come to realize in that position, you are face to face with Jesus. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can't miss it that, that like you are face to face and in his presence is fullness of joy. In other words, you are going to feel joy like you have never
0: felt, ever. You know, Robbie, stop talking about that. I'm on. to go yeah, over the rabbit trail here. One thing, and I try to do, and, I, and I, I encourage people to do this, is just take either in the morning or whatever time where you know that you can just isolate yourself, not no one around, and just sit in stillness, you and our Lord and Savior, and the blessings that will come from that, no agenda, no nothing, just... No, just that you're sitting just lay with our morning savior. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you couldn't be more right. That's exactly what
3: I was doing this morning. I was just laying down. I'm like, well, I know this is the deal. So as I was doing it, I was just writing down, now what am I experiencing, okay? The next thing I experienced after I, you know, obviously got to be the joy of his presence is like I don't know if you knew this Jerry, but I'm his favorite I I knew you would think that (laughs) In other words You got grace man I mean This idea of favor Like you know When people really really like you And when you're in their presence You just know Oh yeah I'm their favorite Well Or maybe your parents You were their favorite However that worked That's Jesus Like he is full of that stuff I mean he's full of grace And truth But by all means You're going to feel like You're his favorite And then I, I also wrote down That I felt alive I mean, you feel more alive maybe than you ever feel, and I felt warm and I felt known like, yeah, you know me, you know you know all this you know all that stuff, and it feels right, and there 's no shame, and there 's no guilt, and there's no condemnation, so I hope that all fathers get a chance to lay down a little bit this weekend. <laughs> we like to take naps, and when you do um Maybe think about how you can lay your down life down to show your sheep how how they can do that. And now, stay tuned. We got Christian Carguy Theater coming up. Oh my goodness, it's a lay down episode.
1: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
3: And now, time for Christian Carguy Theater with today's episode. A Plymouth Progress, episode 29. Now, Jimmy had seen in his dream that his heroes, Plymouth Fury Faithful and Plymouth Valiant, had run into much mischief at the town of Vanity Fair. And for just having said they would buy the truth, they had been beaten and besmeared with dirt and hung in a caged garage for all the town to gawk at. There they lay for some time, and were made the objects of sedan sport, or malice, or revenge. The great one of the fair, laughing still at all that befell them.
1: Looks like you two bought some trouble. Not true. Ah You two lunatics. Never seen such as these.
5: Lord, please don't lay these words to their charge. Bless them to see the truth.
6: Yeah, goody four tires. Looks more like something in a zoo now, don't it?
1: (laughs) Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive us? Now you're gonna get it. Enjoy this egg, you cracked shells. Hey, leave them alone, guys. They ain't done nothing. Bless you, kind sir.
6: Leave them alone, you say? Why, these two are the reason business has dropped off. Can't you see I lost a fortune on these two? You need to wake up, and I had just the wake-up call you deserve. These sedans are quiet and sober
1: and intend nobody no harm. Go back to your words and leave them alone. There are plenty around here, close by actually, who deserve to be in that caged garage, not these two. That's it. You've had this coming for years. We told you to stay out of it.
6: Yeah, here is that rock I was saving for their back glass. You turncoat!
5: Take that!
3: Once again, the police were called in. Then were those two poor sedans brought before the examiner again. Oh,
1: hey, not you two again! Please! Trouble and more trouble, that's what you are. Hey, uh, look, hey, take these two and beat them up real good and make sure that uh, all in Vanity Fair know what happens to would-be truth buyers, then hang irons upon them and lead them in chains by a truck up and down the fair, and that would be an example. We're going to make an example out of them, yeah, and a terror to others, lest any should speak in their behalf or join themselves unto them.
3: (laughs) But valiant and faithful behaved themselves yet more wisely and received the condemnation and shame that was cast upon them with so much meekness and patience that it won to their side, though but a few in comparison of the rest, but several sedans in the fair. This put the leaders of the fair into a greater rage, insomuch that they concluded that they should threaten the two sedans with death, that the cage nor irons should serve their turn, but that they should die for the abuse they've done and for deluding the sedans of the fair. Then they were remanded to the cage garage again until further orders should be taken with them. So they put them in and made their tires fast in the stocks therefore valiant and faithful called again to mind what they had heard from their faithful friend Edsel, evangelist, and were the more confirmed in their ways and sufferings by what he told them would happen to them. So also now they comfort each other that whose lot it was to suffer, even he should have the best of it. Therefore each sedan secretly wished that he might have the preferment, but committing themselves to the all-wise disposal of him that ruleth all things, with much content they abode in the condition in which they were until they should be otherwise disposed of. Then, a convenient time being appointed, they brought them forth to their trial in order to their condemnation. When the time was come, they were brought before their enemies and arraigned.
1: Hear ye, hear ye, the town of Vanity Fair versus Plymouth faithful and valiant, Judge Haygood presiding, Good to see you, old buddy. This ought to be good, eh? <laughs> hey, whereas these two are enemies too, and disturbers of our trade, that they have made commotions and divisions in the town and have won a party to their own most dangerous opinions in contempt of the law of our most exalted
5: prince. How do you plead? Your owner... Kind sirs, we have only set ourselves against that which has set itself against us, and we do have the right to defend ourselves. As for the disturbance, I make none, being myself a sedan of peace. The parties that were won to us were won by beholding our truth and innocence, and they are only turned from the worse to the better. And as for the king you talk of, since he is Beelzebub, the enemy of our lord, I defy him and all his angels.
1: Well, your honor, that uh, just about says it now, don't it? Uh, Our lord, the prince, has aught against these two sedans before the bar, and we will give forth evidence, and we call witnesses to wit, Electra 225 NV. S.S. Superstition and Pina Farina Thank. Now, do you three excellent sedans know these prisoners at the bar? Tune in soon for another exciting adventure in the Plymouth
3: progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode.
1: Uh-huh, Randy. Do you think Judge Hategood wears the same clothes judges here do?
6: <laughs> I sure bet he does, Danny. <laughs> it's called a lawsuit. <laughs> see what I did there, Danny? He wears a robe. And oh, boy, never mind. <laughs> but seriously, Danny, in this episode, when we take a deep look into these events, we see that Valiant and Faithful's only way through this town was to resist all the hate with love. Eh hey, that's directly opposite of Judge Hategood and all the other temptations. I mean if they decided to stay in that town, they'd be stuck with, with all that vanity and the hate. It's really it's really worse than the the Mega Mud Puddle of Despond. Remember that? Oh boy. You know, Danny, this episode reminds me. Of a scripture in Romans 12. It says, If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Ho ho! It says, the last verse says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Oh boy, Daddy. You know, it, it seems like it seems like valiant and faithful. That they were sharing their kindness and seeking truth in this town was really just heaping coals on everybody's heads. Oh boy! <laughs> you know, you know, Danny, they are facing this judge, you know, Judge Hategood, and they will soon be out one way or another. <laughs> That's called a cliffhanger, Danny! <laughs> hey, Daddy! Here's one. <laughs> Did you hear about the sign on the outside of a muffler shop? <laughs> it says, "No appointment necessary." Here hear you coming. <laughs> See, Daddy, if you got a bad muffler, you'll be loud. Oh boy! Say goodbye, Daddy.
1: <laughs> See you later, radiator.
3: So I can't think of a better episode of Christian Car Guy Theater to illustrate how to lay down your life as both valiant and faithful in spite of all sorts of persecution i returned it all with love so as we look into this father's day can we as fathers teach our children to lay down their lives